0: What's up, everybody? Michael Ninjas back at it again. You know how I like to do it. Press record and speak what's on my mind, baby. How y'all doing? I hope you're blessed. I hope you're being a blessing to someone. In need, and when I say blessing, I mean be less of your worries, be less of your stress, be less of that bullshit that sticks to your motherfucking ass. How y'all doing today, people? Whoo, this one is a banger! All right, y'all. So, I got this excerpt now. You already know it's Gonna be wild. You might have heard it, you might not have heard it, but just sit back and enjoy the excerpt. I understand some of y'all can't get to a screen or even YouTube. So I'm just gonna play this excerpt for you, but I'm also gonna attach a link if you want to watch it for yourself. In no way am I taking credit for this report. But I am bringing it to you, so sit back and relax. And uh, if you're able to hit that like, hit that like. If you're able to share, share with someone you know. With that being said, take this out.
1: you be surprised to learn that John F. Kennedy Jr. was exposing Pizzagate in the year 1998? Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, because we'll be exploring that and much more, including what JFK Jr. was putting in his magazines about Bill Gates. Make sure you stay tuned in to the very end, because, well, simply put, there will be popcorn. Now, what is the Monica Lewinsky poem that is in here? Explain this. Uh, do uh, we have to? I guess we should. Well, we should. What, we we, um, we happen to have someone who sent us um, Monica Lewinsky's poem that she wrote in ninth grade. Actually, not, not in ninth grade, when she was a nine-year-old. And I, I know I'm going to rot in hell eternally for this, but... But I, can I maybe just give Wait, it a sample? Yeah, give a sample. Okay. The poem is a poignant illumination on how, quote, I can be a delicious lunch, dinner, or breakfast if you're weird. If you're weird. She goes on to describe herself, quote, as a round and flat piece of dough with lots of topping. I am a mouth's best friend. I make you say yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how kids know at a young age what they're going to do with them. <laughs> While it's not a Shakespearean sonnet, the freeform verse is nevertheless charming, kitty poetry," says Open City co-editor Tom Beller. It's not as if she's trying to ferment a career as a poet, but it's a strong debut, a fine piece of work for a nine-year-old. Now, right above this article about Monica Lewinsky being a self-proclaimed pizza in George Magazine, an article which depicts, in The Scoop, Leaks, gossip, and other news from the political trenches. Dick Morris suggests that Hillary Clinton might be a lesbian. And just a couple paragraphs down, after Gore's hypocrisy in the paragraph below, and mentioning Senator No Name underneath this paragraph where John McCain... We know later had his own foundation and allegedly did some anti-human trafficking stuff in there, and had Ashton Kutcher give impassioned speeches to show how bad human trafficking was. Ashton, Ashton, you were better looking in the movies. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, 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 I want to. And underneath them, we've got Monica Lewinsky. It gets verse, pizza poem, open city published. One of her early works entitled, I Am a Pizza, written when she was in grade school. This poem is a poignant rumination on, quote, how I can be a delicious lunch, dinner, or breakfast if you're weird. And when it comes to this topic, this video is going to be dedicated to be a little bit of a red pill on this topic. And now it was about this time in the video where I was going to do a significant, really well-drawn-out Pizzagate Red Pill, but I'm so happy that I don't even have to do that because Out of Shadows' official documentary has come out, and that's already done that for us. And it was posted a few days ago. It's getting about 1.2 million views a day, outofshadows.org. You guys have probably already seen it and sharing it like me, but it did a perfect Pizzagate Red Pill. And is it a coincidence that it started doing that at exactly 55 minutes into the documentary five by five loud and clear. 55 minutes is when the Pizzagate red pill starts in this. So that's probably just a coincidence, but this is the best documentary. Obviously, Q posted best documentary of the year, and that's why we're all sharing it and watching it. It's a perfect Pizzagate red pill introductory information for everybody. And I'm so I'm still going to do a little bit of Pizzagate red pill, but this documentary is very introductory and it's wonderful. It's, it's amazing. But to go kind of the next level that as you continue to dig and go into what this topic is all about we're gonna I'm gonna present now a couple of little more pieces to this that they only went into a little bit and some that they didn't touch at all so that as we dig and as you're digging on this and doing your own research that you'll be able to have a couple more topics that one could research and look into to get a better background about this because this is not new information this is all coming out. News is a relative term, and if people are just finding out about this, then it's news. But this WikiLeaks is from 2016, and obviously people have been talking about it from the from the, the 90s and before. So we'll kind of get into a little bit of that here and now. But check out Out of Shadows, outofshadows.org, and send it to all your friends if you haven't already. And we know the Clinton Foundation in Haiti was taking villages of children That's why in 2016, after the presidential campaign, right before the election, Donald Trump at the Al Smith dinner made this quote unquote joke about how Hillary is a human trafficker. Everyone knows, of course, Hillary's belief that it takes a village, which only makes sense after all in places like Haiti, where she's taken a number of them. (laughs) And in Haiti, we know that there was Clinton Associates who worked and got, were arrested in Haiti for trying to throw children in shipping containers. And the Clinton Foundation was a human trafficking organization. Now, when it comes to this issue, was George, was JFK Jr. the first to expose, quote-unquote, Pizzagate? Well, in 1998, he had it in there. But before this, in the inaugural edition of George Magazine, and I've done a video on this, we we're able to understand from Lewis Free, the FBI, the quote-unquote Pizzagate. Pizza Connection, where he was unearthing and discovering heroin trafficking going on in pizza parlor front organizations, and he was able to disrupt those in the 90s. So these bad guys have been using pizza as a criminal front organization, and code word for human trafficking. Now, even more background, because was JFK Jr. the first to uncover Pizzagate type of information? I'd like to introduce you to Ted Gunderson. Ted Gunderson was a special agent in charge and head of the Los Angeles FBI. He interviewed for the job of FBI director which ultimately went to William H. Webster. So after the FBI, and I'm encouraging everyone to understand the gravity of what I'm about to tell you. After the FBI, Ted Gunderson started a private investigative firm in Santa Monica. He became a defense investigator for Green Beret doctor, Jeffrey McDonald, who had been convicted of the 1970 murders of his pregnant wife and two daughters. Gunderson obtained affidavits from Helena Stokely confessing to her involvement in the murders, which she claimed had an actuality been perpetrated by a satanic cult, of which she was a member. He also investigated a child molestation trial in Manhattan Beach. In 1995 conference, Gunderson warned about the supposed proliferation of secret occultist groups and the danger posed by a New World Order, a shadow government that would be controlling the United States he also claimed that a quote unquote slave auction in which children were sold by Saudi agents to men had been held in Las Vegas. As usual, we save the best for last. Bidding will begin at one hundred thousand. I have 150, 200 250 and that 4,000 ritual human sacrifices are performed in New York City every year. Gunderson believed that in the United States, there's a secret widespread network of groups who kidnap children and infants, subject them to ritual abuse, and subsequently, human sacrifice. So, he was in the mid-1990s, exposing what is actually happening. And I would encourage you to type his name into YouTube and watch videos on Ted Gunderson. Try to understand what he's saying here. This guy was in line to run the FBI and he was investigating Pizzagate of the day, McMartin Preschool, Boys Town. There was a wide there has been a widespread network and this is the primary activism that we need to do is to understand what has been happening. Can I say, you know, we all have to do everything we can within our power within our means based on our training and experience to do something about what's going on in the world today because this is the type of stuff Q is telling us about now. This is not a joke, and the Saudis have been behind this. They've been pouring money into this. They were one part of this pyramid that has been undone now, and we're seeing it happen in real time. So please understand Gunderson, and understand this is all tied into what Q is telling us today, and this is grievous. Apparently, according to mainstream news, there is only one third of the United States population who's even heard of Q. So that is only a hundred million people have heard of Q, and the other two thirds are not knowing about this. And we need, we have a lot of activism to do because how can we expect justice to fall when most people have no idea what's even happening on this planet? They've been so infatuated with sports and entertainment and the stars. The bad guys thought that they could get us to follow the stars in entertainment and Hollywood and sports so that we'd be so charmed by their star power that we'd be submitted to that to never understand what's going on, never have the time or the wherewithal to even investigate because people are so busy with their lives and their finances and their families and keeping a roof over their head and food on the table that they would never have the time in all their years to even understand this control matrix. But we can. And so we're being active to tell others about it and investigate. So now let's bring it more modern day to Pizzagate. A big breakthrough that we had with all this was regard to WikiLeaks in 2016. The pizza terminology, the hot dog terminology of Herb Sadler, who was talking about, should I play dominoes on cheese or pasta and $65,000 worth of hot dogs to the White House? Which, by the way, the White House doesn't even get outside catering. They have their own catering chef, and they sure as hell are not eating hot dogs. So, what is $65,000 of hot dogs translate to? And look at James Alafontis' Instagram, Jimmy Comment. Look at the Instagram. These people put it right out in front of you the pictures of these youngsters and what they're doing. And they put it, they're so brazen, they put it right out on Instagram and advertise on Instagram and tell you exactly what they're doing because they're laughing at you because you're so stupid, they think that you can't, that they can tell you the truth right in front of you, and you won't even care. You won't even know, because you're so infatuated at other things, and you can never even believe this is happening, because it's all just a conspiracy, right? Next, Anthony Weiner's laptop. Anthony Weiner is the disgraced politician. Anthony Weiner is married to Uma Abedin, okay? Uma Abedin was Hillary's number two, but focusing back on Anthony Weiner, he was arrested, pled guilty to sexting a minor, and this act of pedophilia enabled the NYPD to grab his laptop, and on his laptop was a folder called Life Insurance. I want to give you an excerpt from a speech from Sidney Powell, General Michael Flynn's attorney, to explain the gravity of what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop. 675,000... Clinton emails when they got Anthony Weiner's laptop in a search warrant because of all his sex perversion issues. It was all the Clinton emails, the Clinton Foundation, her... um, Secretary of State emails, Huma Abedin's emails, lots of people emailed Huma as a proxy for Hillary. So one of the things, if I were the president, I'd do is demand the Anthony Weiner laptop and get it to the most trusted person in the military to take apart everything on it and then start using it. There's a lot that can be prosecuted. I have no doubt on that laptop. In fact, I heard that the New York police officers who saw some of it, even though they're hardened investigators, literally had to go throw up. It's bad. So additionally, in these... George mags, we're going over these because of what's inside here and what JFK Jr. was attempting to do to communicate reality. JFK Jr. was trying to get the populace involved in this information war, like Breitbart and like others have, after him. So he's putting things in these mags. We're going through them. In the Survival Guide to the Future mag, which thanks to you guys has gotten over 100,000 views, we learn that Bill Gates is investing in population control. He says so in black and white with john f kennedy in an interview and what's he trying to do today get everybody in permanent quarantine and shut down all of planet earth until they get a vaccination and make sure everyone has a vaccination from bill gates we're looking at getting vaccines to everyone in the world so in, in the in the long run that is the key thing and, you know, vaccines actually can, in weird cases, do an enhancement of the disease, an enhancement of the disease. You really need to test for that. It, it is fair to say things won't go back to truly normal until we have a vaccine that we've gotten out to basically the entire world. And this is the guy who's investing in population control. Vaccines to everyone in the world. Yeah, thanks, Bill, not gonna happen. <laughs> And additionally, we've got more information about Bill Gates in this same magazine, in this in this magazine, which the Monica Lewinsky poem was in. This is from June 1998. Let me tell you exactly what John F. Kennedy Jr. put in the June 1998 George magazine called 20 Most Fascinating Men, of which Bill Gates is one of. This is written by Michael Lewis. It says, You can take a long, hard look at Bill Gates and you will see a lot of things, but one thing you will never see is a leader of men. A nerd, a 12-year-old trapped inside the body of a grown man, an obsessive-compulsive, these things you will see. The seeming absence of power or even authority is one of Gates' defining traits, except for his extraordinary wealth, currently 50 billion. He has very little in common with plutocrats of the past. In no other epoch in history would Gates have risen to prominence, much less become the world's richest man. In ancient Greece, he'd have been a clever slave. In the British Empire... A scrupulous bookkeeper, yet Gates' persona serves him well when he is dragged before a Senate committee or asked to respond to the Justice Department's antitrust investigation of Microsoft. But for this curious moment, Gates sits on the top of the world's economic giza. The new economy rewards people who combine a taste for a certain kind of aggression, the kind that will never, ever come to blows, with a particular form of intelligence that measured crudely by the math SAT. Gates happens to possess both to extraordinary degrees. He's not the smartest man alive, but he may be the luckiest. What great timing. So that's a pretty scathing review of Bill Gates. Looking to his father, he is part of this cabal. So Bill Gates was likely born into this. We know that silicon processing, microchips, the internet itself was from DARPA. And so people like Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, they were handed this type of thing on a a silver platter in the private industry by military industrial complex. Bill Gates is a loser. Well, you know, let's go to the pie in the face again. Love that clip. So... He deserves that and more. Bill Gates, we are praying for you on this channel to repent in Jesus' name of your sin because he is trying to get biometric tags on people and shut down the whole planet. He's trying to basically manifest the book of Revelation, Mark of the Beast. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of digital uh, immunity, but the good thing is he's getting a lot of blowback from Trump's administration. Nevertheless, the New World Order is getting desperate and for desperate times come for desperate measures. And that's what they're doing right now, getting very desperate. And therefore, we're able to see their full agenda out in full display as Bill Gates even tried to bring Marina Abramovich onto the scene with a clever advertising campaign. YouTube video didn't work so well because why? The people are waking up to their shenanigans. They had to disable the comment section and then ultimately after tens of thousands of people disliked the video, compared to only a few hundred who liked the video, they took down the video which featured Marina Abramovich's spirit-cooking Luciferian high priestess in a Microsoft advertisement. So that's what they do. They're right out in the open. They don't try to hide it from you because from their perspective, they think it's like a gentleman's game in a sense where they tell you exactly what they're going to do to you. They tell you exactly who they are and what their nature is, and then they do it. They go for it. And if you don't do anything to stop them, then it's a means for a justification. They believe they deserve to be able to do what they've been doing. And if you noticed, like, Referring back to this individual, Marina Abramovich, we showed her at the very beginning with Monica Lewinsky. Here she is pictured with Jacob Rothschild, and they just happen to be in front of a painting that's called Satan Summoning His Legions, which was painted in 1797 by Sir Thomas Lawrence. That is verifiable fact. She's pictured there with Lord Jacob Rothschild, and now she's also pictured with Lady Gaga and Lady Gaga has been a student of hers. And Marina Bramovich's, Marina Bramovich has been training Lady Gaga in the so called arts. And Lady Gaga, I mean, there's not too much to be said about her. You guys know her deeds. And now Lady Gaga is officially working for the World Health Organization, giving press briefings for Bill Gates and the World Health Organization. And this is not a big club. And these people are sick, twisted, and they're telling you exactly who they are, what they do, what their plans are for you. And it's just not going to work because the people are waking up...